Welcome to How I Work, a show about the tactics used by leading innovators to get so much out of their day. I'm your host, Dr. Amantha Imba. I'm an organizational psychologist, the CEO of Inventium, and I'm obsessed with finding ways to optimize my workday. Normally on this show, I speak to world-class innovators and entrepreneurs about how they structure their day, but I thought I'd try something new today. So through my work, I spend literally hours every week reading through new research that's coming out about how to improve the way we work. So I thought I'd share something interesting that I learned recently, and it's all about behavior change. So every day, millions of people worldwide try to change their behavior. They try to eat less junk food, try to stick to an exercise regime, or try to check Facebook less often, and so on. But the thing about changing behavior is that it's hard. It's, it's why most of us continue to make unhealthy food choices, go to bed late, and opt for a sleep-in over a morning run. But here's the thing, because what I found is that there's actually a magic word that you can use that will make you 50% more likely to stick to any kind of change that you want to make in your life. And that word is don't. So when we learn new ways of working or new rules and have to leave behind old behavior, we tend to default to the word can't. So for example, when trying a new diet, we tell ourselves and other people that we can't eat chocolate or we can't eat wide food or we can't eat food beginning with a letter B or whatever kind of regime you're on. But thankfully, marketing professor Vanessa Patrick investigated the impact of the word can't and swapping just the first two letters out for D and O. So swapping can't to don't. She suspected that the way we talk to ourselves and others actually impacts our ability to say no to temptation. And let's face it, temptations are a big reason why changing behavior is so hard. It's just so tempting to do things the way that we've always done them. So in one of Patrick's experiments, 120 university students were recruited and asked about how relevant setting goals around healthy eating was to them. And then participants were taught about a strategy for managing unhealthy food temptations. So one group was taught to say, I can't eat X when presented with an unhealthy snack. And the other group was taught to say, I don't eat X. Participants were then asked to turn their attention to a completely different and irrelevant task. But when they got up to leave the room, the crux of the experiment happened. They were offered a choice of two snacks. One was a chocolate bar and the other was a healthy granola bar. The experimenters then quietly noted which participants picked which bar. It turns out there was a really big difference between the strategy that people were taught and the bar that they picked. 39% of those who were taught to say, I can't eat X when presented with the temptation chose the healthy granola bar. But in contrast, 64% of those in the I don't eat X group picked the granola bar. So in other words, changing one simple word increased the chance of selecting the healthy snack by over 50%. And when the researchers delved deeper into this very significant effect, the reason they uncovered for the huge shift in behavior was that those in the I don't group felt more empowered to say no. 
So saying you don't do something sounds like you're the one in control of your choices, whereas saying you can't do something sounds like someone else is calling the shots. So when you're thinking about making a change to your life or the way you work, the language that you use when talking to yourself is critical. So become a don't person instead of a can't person and you'll be well on your way to making some positive changes to your life. Hey there, that's it for today's episode. If you liked it, there are plenty of others that you might also enjoy, such as my chat with Matt Mullenweg, co-founder of WordPress, where we talk about how he organizes his phone to create healthy habits, and my conversation with Adam Grant, where we talk about the two things he does at the start of every week to make sure he stays on track with what really matters. Finally, it's great getting feedback from listeners such as yourself. So feel free to give this podcast a review in iTunes or wherever you listen to your podcasts. And if you like this episode, make sure you hit the subscribe button so you can be alerted when new episodes are released. See you next time.